Hello, good day. I'm really excited about today's episode. In today's episode, I'll be talking about how to start a business. How to start a business. Let me um, give a short rundown of my business background and my qualifications. I am um, a professional level certificate holder from the Association of Chartered Certified Accountants. So that makes me a professional accountant in many respects. And I'm also an entrepreneur who has started um, my own software company and I've been running for more than, um, let's say, roughly five, six years. And then I have my audited financials for all those five years. I've employed people over those period. I have sold software to private um, people, to government, um, agencies to different um, groups. Um, I have I have sold software outside the country. I've done different kinds of contracts in many industries for uh, construction, for food, for manufacturing, for services, and then I've, that's my track record when it comes to business. And I'm going to talk about how to start a business. Um, let's imagine you were going to open a shop. So what, what we need is we need money to rent the space, we need money to buy the goods, we need a good location, and we need to sell it. So how do we raise the money? Um, what our advice, my listeners, is that start saving money um, from from about when you are, let's say, 15 years. Start saving. So if you're listening to me and more than 15, you know they already late. Start saving money because your first capital will come from yourself it will come from your own savings if you can't put your own savings into your business no one will believe in you start saving money for your business and start saving early because your first capital is going to come from your business the second thing that um, the second source of money may come from friends and family friends and family that's the second source first source your own personal money second source friends and family and i used my own money i use friends and family so um, that's what you do and um, another thing that you have to do is that if you're going to trading business you have to get what they call a credit line with your suppliers what do i mean so let's say you're going to sell rice and you have a store you rented a store you've rented the store and then you're going to sell rice try and get those supplying you the rice to give you let's say three months credit so that you don't have to buy the rice before you sell the rice and with a three months credit, try and sell all the rice within that three months, meaning you eventually don't need money. All you need is money to rent the store and you'll be able to go. So try and negotiate with them. And that means that you need social capital. You need to know people. That's why if you know you're going to start a business, when you get the university, when you get to any higher institution of learning, try and make a lot of friends. Um, you build on your integrity. Um, let people trust your word. Like, okay, please give me your car for this purpose. Let them trust you with your car. Let them trust you with $10,000. Please give me $10,000. Let them trust you with $10,000, right? And um, that's what I would say. Um, so build on your social capital so that by the time you need money to start your business, you'll be able to get credit lines from people and you'll be able to sell. Now, once you start selling and generating money, try and be efficient so that you can then make a profit and then survive and pay your employees well and then pay your tax. So that's basically how to start a business 101. But the purpose of this um, podcast is not how to start a business. It's how to be a software entrepreneur. 
So then I'll be giving you the difference between software entrepreneurship and a typical business. How to become a software entrepreneur. In the previous episode, I spoke about the cash problem of Africa. I said that there's not much cash available for business. Um, someone will ask, what about the banks? Let me be very plain to you. The banks in this part of the world are not likely to give you the money you need if you don't have a lot of things in place. So I, I will not even I'll advise you to look at the banks. And I, I will not advise you to start a software business with a loan. You you go broke and then they'll come chasing for their money. So let's not let's not um, consider that. Um, so let's come back to our question. How do we start a software business? Which is the purpose of this podcast? And which is the purpose for which I'm doing this um, crack bar series? Okay, so now let's look at the difference between the retail business I just described and then the software company. The difference is that in the software entrepreneurship, you are not buying and selling. You are making and selling. Now, I know we have um, a situation where we have retailers of software, people who buy software and sell software. I'm not referring to that in software entrepreneurship. Software entrepreneurship we are referring to has to do with the building of software as a product and as a service. So it means that to start a software business, you do not need to buy the product and sell. What you rather need to do is to build the product and then find clients. So I'll be talking on how to sell software on this platform, how I sold my first software on this platform. I sold my first software for 10,000 Ghana cities. Um, That that was the first 10,000 Ghana city check I received from Sender. So I was so excited. I mean, I was boy, you can imagine my excitement. I mean, I wrote the software and sold it for that amount. And um, so the the thing is this, you, you have to first build the software before you can sell. That is why in the Crack Power series I'm having, I have a series on the software engineering where I talk about the introduction to software and where I tell you that you need like three years of dedicated effort to be able to build software, right? Okay, so thank you uh, for that. Now, when you are when you, when you are beginning a software entrepreneurship, what you need is to identify the product or the service that you want to offer, the software product or the software service that you want to offer. Let's look at, let's, let me mention names of software companies that we know. Like you mentioned something like Tonaton. Tonaton is, a, is more or less a software service. It's not a software product. So software being sold as a service. So you have to ask yourself, what service do you want to render and what product? And this is the difficult part in software entrepreneurship. You have to be able to identify. I identified bookkeeping service and bookkeeping software products. That's what I identified. So I built a bookkeeping software and I provided bookkeeping software service. So once you're able to identify the product that you want to to offer, you'll be able to then um, build it or help or like um, put together the team to build the system. Now, after you build a system, now it may take you two years to build a system depending on how dedicated you are. That's why it's advisable to start very early. I started from my bedroom. I started developing software for my bedroom. So um, I didn't rent an office in the beginning. I just developed software for my bedroom. It was way down the line that I, 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 um, I, I, I rented an office. I also got the opportunity to be part of the Kumasi Business Incubator. Then I was given an office there. Right. So much thanks for the incubator for that. Then it was after that that I um, rented 
an office. So that's the advantage of software entrepreneurship. You don't have to rent so quickly. You can then spend instead of spending that money. Because to to have a store in town now, you have to pay like five years advance. I'm sure we all know that. So it means you as a software entrepreneur doesn't have to do that. What you have to do rather is to learn software engineering, to learn software development. Okay, so let's imagine we've been able to identify the product and then we have built, we've used, we've used two years. Okay, how long did it take me to build my product? <laughs> it took me like five years to build. Unfortunately, that was too long, but a lot of try and error and everything. It took me five years to build. So let's imagine it takes you three years, two years to build this product. Then you have to then sell. Now, marketing is done before you build. Marketing means you go around to find out the need. You don't just build something and expect people to buy. You first market it. You find, put out a questionnaire, put out a research, market research, find out the need of products. Let me see whether I can throw out, throw out some software ideas for people to consider. Okay, we all know um, that e-commerce is becoming a thing because of post-COVID, right? What if you could build a specified e-commerce store for maybe groceries? There, there are some like that, but none of them have been able to take traction let's imagine you create something like countermanto like uh, or maybe kgtr market or an e-commerce store just for groceries and you spend your time i can guide you in fact if you want to do something like that i can guide you on that you build an e-commerce store you integrate so you first have to identify the idea now when you identify that and that's the hardest part because um you have to market and find the market for that product or create a new product for a new market We'll go into details in the later recording, but I'm sure you are following. So we find the, the product that we want, then we build. Now, how do you build? There are two options. Either you learn software development yourself, or you get people who are already into software development, and then you give them a piece of the action. I would advise um, you to register a limited liability. I don't want you to do a sole proprietorship. Why? Because in sole proprietorship, you own 100% of your company and no one can come in. In the limited liability, you can give part of your company out in exchange for services that are rendered. And I'll do a, 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 a dedicated um, part on so, um, limited liability and how to raise equity finance. I'm going to do a dedicated session on how to raise money using equity. So let's imagine you get some guys on board. You are three. You come together, you build this product, this KGTR or this Cantamant, right? And then, then you have to then launch it, right? You have to then launch it and then um, get your first client. Now, let me say, getting your first client is one of the most difficult things for every businessman, especially for software entrepreneurs. I mean, no one knows you. You've not built anything. And you have to be very bold. Um, I will also dedicate a separate recording on getting your first client. I will dedicate a separate recording on getting your first client. Um, there, there are different tactics. For instance, you can get someone, convince him to take your software for free so that you can use him as a reference. Meaning, you can go to, let's say, a bank, convince them to take your software, to use your software for anything. And use that bank as a reference to another person. So it means your first client will not really be a real client, but then um, your second client will be your real client. So I will be talking about the, the strategy in getting your first client. Um, yeah, so you've gotten your product. You have to get your first client. Then after you get your first clients, money starts coming in. You scale up, you try and get more clients, and then you manage your business. I hope this um, episode, you've enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for more. Thank you very much for joining.